1: Hey Jeff. Hey! Many, many times the bullshit taketh. But Ugh. sometimes the bullshit it giveth.
0: It giveth.
1: And and on Saturday, it gave it.
0: It, it, <laughs> it definitely, definitely gave it. Which was so fantastic. Oh. Like when so I, I'm sure you were in the same spot. And I'm guessing most 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 of our fans are in the same place where when Ron Stone got that first down, it was like, okay, this might be our day. We might actually get this one. Although then I started talking myself into the other way, which was it would be perfectly cow bullshit if we got a first down like this and then somehow screwed this up. So it ended up working out.
1: Yeah, that that, that whole drive was like you gotta score a touchdown. But yeah. This is this is podcast versus everyone. Uh, happy celebratory football victory uh, edition feels so I, good episode 136 i'm craig powers with me is jeff Nusser. we don't have to talk about a second half collapse tonight no nope. i've got i've been real real sick of talking about that but no no collapse from the defense in the second half offense kind of more of the same but the the, yeah. the defense held strong against what had been a pretty decent Cal offense before, I'd say like a middle-of-the-road yeah, um, um, offense. Um, and they just completely shut Chase Garbers down, uh, made him very uncomfortable, and he is their offense, um, you know, running on the ground, throwing in the air. And six point gave you know, it was kind of when they gave up that drive touchdown to answer WSC's opening touchdown right away, it's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Like, because Cal scored, like, pretty easily and moved down pretty easily and scored. And you're like, oh, no, uh, here we go. But they didn't give up much after that. You know, Cal did get deep into Cougar territory a couple times in the second half, but fourth downs shut him down. And, uh, and it, often it was because of the pressure they were getting. On Chase Garbers and that was just so fun to watch it's so fun to watch the defense uh, you know not wilt but I will say you know that second half I I was trying to push myself to enjoy it because I kept you you have this like the sinking feeling that the bad thing is gonna happen this next drive is when it's all gonna fall apart this next drive but but they it just never fell apart and they they kept it up and the offense did just enough And, uh, you know, it was good to have Delora back there at quarterback. He definitely made some plays and avoided some plays that maybe would have happened with with Garantano or Cooper in there. So, um, you know, overall, what what a good feeling to go win in a a place of horrors, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, we hadn't won there since 2013. And that 2013 game was kind of weird in and of itself. Like, uh, I don't know how many of our fans remember that, but that was... We went down there, and I, if I remember right, I know we won the game by about three touchdowns. If I remember right, Cal actually outgained us in that game, yep. um, and they also and they had a, I want to say like two, maybe three fumbles in the red zone uh, that we recovered, and and I, you know, at the time, so this was you know Leach's second year. I know, like at the time, I was, I was in a space where I was just look, you know, look literally looking for any sign that we were you know, essentially getting over the hump, right? Cause we were promised very large things with Mike Leach and that first season was, was pretty awful. Right. And so that second season, you know, it kind of felt like, all right, you know, we got things going in the right direction. You know, there was that game, there was, you know, the USC game and, you know, it just kind of like, all right, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of moving. And, and so I think, I think I sort of talked myself into uh, you know, that game maybe being a little more repeatable than the, than it probably was. Um, I like to think I'm a little I'm a little smarter now. Um, this game certainly seems uh, like maybe we're we're finally moving in the right direction, especially with the defense. Um, you know, I, I I got to own it a little bit, you know, a week ago, I kind of poo pooed the defense a little bit just because they, um, you know, yes, they only held, you know, they held Utah to 17 points. But, you know, I talked about how. Uh, you know the turnovers were were maybe a little fluky, um, not that they didn't you know make a good play or whatever, but um, it's not really sustainable to expect your team your your opponent to put the ball on the ground you know seven times a game. That's not really a repeatable, uh, reproducible defensive strategy. And you know in this game they really just they just kind of they kind of won it. You know they uh you know the rush defense especially was fine, like it wasn't you know super dominant. Um, but it was it was certainly good enough. And it put um, it, it put Cal into into quite a few uh, passing downs like like more passing downs. Cal faced more passing downs than any other any of our opponents so far this year. Uh, USC was close. Uh, but, you know, the, the it was right around 40 percent. The difference between USC and Cal, obviously, is USC, you know, has, you know, ridiculous amount of talent at wide receiver and can throw the ball whenever they want uh cal is not there is not there and we made garbers look pretty pretty bad which was um a little bit surprised i mean not like altogether surprising because i i'm not sure i'm totally convinced he's all that good but but he looked very bad and i'm not sure i believed in our ability to make anybody look bad and so that was pretty neat to watch
1: yeah absolutely like you said they were in passing downs a lot and uh, obviously the, uh, defensive coaching staff had identified that maybe Garber's d- cannot handle pressure all that well, because on those third and longs, they were bringing guys, they were bringing five yeah. or six guys consistently. And even when they didn't, you know, they were, they seemed to be mixing it up a little bit enough yeah. to that, you know, that, that, that the, they were using, they were. You're basically using four edge rushers as, you know, like, like the Seahawks had used to do when they had all those, you know, the Michael Bennett and, and everyone on the defensive line, they would have that Cadillac package and they would just bring in like nothing but pass rushers. And they, kind of, they did that. They did that on obvious passing downs and it worked out really well. Uh, even if they weren't blitzing hard, the, the speed uh, of those edge rushers getting by in the middle Uh, Was creating havoc, and that's you know something we like to say is havoc. And and Garbers just did not handle it well. And they did a really good job. You know he got loose for a few runs, but you could tell they had the linebackers were keyed in on making sure that he could not get out. And and he was unable, except for maybe once, I think he was able to run for a first down on a scramble. But for the most part, they were if he took off, they were able to start him short, stop him short of the line on third down, and. uh, and yeah their average third down um third and eight third and eight point three uh that's you love to see that uh just getting them into tough situations over and over again um and then uh yeah giving up four yards an attempt on on uh on those third downs so that you know just that that's how they end up with a convert- third down conversion rate of third and fifteen and uh and that's how ultimately WSU kept getting off the field getting off the field and and then when Cal went to do go for it on fourth the WSU didn't give up anything you know they just they shut down those fourth down tries over and over and over again um yeah. and and that was it was really fun to see it was fun to see the defense flying around uh Brendan Jackson man he has never looked so good uh yeah. just just an absolute monster using his uh you know his quickness uh to just blow past Cal's very unimpressive tackles, and and to to just uh, you make some plays. I think um, he was they gave him two sacks. Uh, I think he was kind of fortunate. Uh, he maybe could have got a half sack on one, but because uh, uh, Isom basically had him down, and he just came in and and, and put it yeah. and finished the job. Uh, but that his second the his his sack to start the second half was really impressive. He just blasted past the tackle and right into Garbers. No chance. Garbers had no chance and. That was really cool, and he he wasn't the only one. You know, a lot of Stone had a nice game again, um, and and props to the, you know, Armani Mar- Armani Marsh. You know, yeah, and that, playing he had a huge that, game playing that nickel spot. Yep. he's 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 really coming to his own in that spot, and and he's now got a few games in a row where he's playing really well, and that's really cool to see.
0: Yep, yeah, it's um. I think the most impressive part for me was the interior of the defensive line did not get destroyed, and it's like I, I like that. That sort of sounds like a backhanded compliment, but I mean, we've we've basically spent two, three seasons, really, if you count twenty nineteen, which um, you know you probably should. I mean, we're really we really were going on like two and a half seasons, basically, of the defensive line, the interior, especially, just not being. Particularly stout, uh, you know, getting pushed around a lot, and um, to see them not get pushed around by a team that is, you know, a pretty physical rushing attack, um, you know, was was really nice to see. Um, you know, I've talked a little bit about how we just on the interior just look, you know, just look small. We kind of look like a, you know, a Mountain West team taking on, you know, a Power Five team when when we're up in there, and um, and they they definitely held their own, which was even more amazing after that first Cal drive, right. Where on the touchdown dude, like looked like he trucked about half the defense on his way to the end zone. So, um, you know, just really, really nice all around on the defense. And I also gotta, I gotta give a shout out to justice Rogers too, who has been, you know, one of our, uh, favorite targets, uh, when thinking about some of the weaknesses of the defense with, you know, some of his missed tackles and, Uh, bad angles to ball carries and things like that man he has been remarkably uh consistent this year like to the point where you know and i don't know the finer points of linebacker play and run fits and things like that but um you know i certainly no longer watch the defense and then you know can point to you know however many examples of of him you know whiffing on a tackle or being out of position. Um, you know, sometimes it seems like you know you just you play enough games at middle linebacker and you eventually just kind of figure it out. Um, Alex Hoffman Ellis, for people who remember him, um, he you know seemed like he was a little bit like that. He he was kind of kind of a mess for a while. Real athletic guy, right, and kind of a mess. You know, run around all over the place. And then you know his last year, he really kind of put it all together and became you know quite a good linebacker to the point where he, uh, you know, put together a nice professional career in Canada. So, um. Yeah, it's really cool to see with Justice Rogers. Um you know, I know uh you know, we've all kind of been waiting for it and and it seems like he's he's kind of figured it out and has been, you know, a pretty stout, pretty consistent player in the middle there, which has then freed up Jihad Woods to go do what he does, which is just, you know, run around and hit people. So, yeah, lots of lots of praise to go around, man, when it comes to the defense.
1: Yeah, and and it was also cool to see Jalen Watson get to make a play. You know, he doesn't get thrown at very much, <laughs> much and and uh, no. basically, pre- pressure forced Garbers into a tough throw on a fourth down, and Jalen uh-huh. read it all the way, made a really nice yep. pick. And yeah, like I, I think the the announcer said, yeah, basically Cal has given the ball up exactly where they would have if it went incomplete. But it's like, yeah, but the defense loves to get those turnovers. Yeah, and you know that you know that fires them up. Yep, you know that fires Jalen up. He didn't see they did not throw that his way much at all. Like they were going to the other side. Pretty yeah. much all the time, um, yeah. And Cal's receivers made a couple really nice plays, uh, but they just weren't. It, Garbers was just unable to get the ball to them. Primarily, you know, he just couldn't get it out there. So, um, all credit to the to that front seven, just making, uh, or and you know the you know we had sometimes safeties you know Isom getting in there, uh, pressures just mixing up and just all around you know the for the first time. You know, we saw the the sixty minutes, and, and and we saw the defense not get figured out, or just not get tired in, in the second half, um, and not relinquish a lead. And because ultimately, the offense was kind of more of what we've seen throughout the year, with the exception, I think, that primarily of Jaden uh, uh, Jaden uh, quarterback making a couple plays and avoiding and avoiding uh, sacks a lot, so not setting uh, drives back. Um, and then obviously his uh his his new favorite wide receiver making one of the most incredible catches <laughs> you 'll ever ever see yeah. uh, so incredible that the ref on the field could not believe that it happened and thank thankfully we have uh replay review now, yeah,
0: yeah, for the first time <laughs> in my life, I was thankful for replay um you know it's i you know was, the ref is taking a little bit of stick there for for that um i don 't know man, the ball was coming right at him. Two large players are coming right at him. Uh, he's kind of trying to both watch to see if he catches the ball and see if he gets a foot down and try not to get killed. Um, so I, I, I'll i give him a little bit of a pass. Give him a little bit of a pass on that one. So I'm glad they got it right. I know that the, the reason why I kind of thought, well, maybe, hopefully I'll take a look at this, was even before they showed a replay, you know, Jackson was uh, doing doing a dance after he – um, he after he caught the ball, he, he was pretty sure that he had his foot in, um, if there's something I know receivers typically know where their feet are. Like they yep. typically know, like if they are inbounds or out of bounds, like they, they are pretty good about knowing where that is. Um, and he was, he was adamant that, that he had gotten a foot down. So, um, you know, man, good for him and sports. Center. he was the number one play on sports center, yeah. uh, which is, you know, I mean, like, look you could, you know, we, we probably could make light of it or whatever, like, Oh, whatever you're on sports center. But it's like, man, that is a big fucking deal. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, that is your, that is your moment in the sun. You know, that is the whole nation is watching you make this play. Um, you know I mean? The, the whole rest of your life, you could be like, I was number one on, you know, sports center top plays. Like that's, it's a pretty cool fucking deal. So good for him, man. He's, he's been through a lot. So I was writing my, I'm, I'm still working on my Monday after, I mean, I don't know how many people have sort of like kind of put this together, but man, this is his fourth year in Pullman, year number four, you know, for a community college
1: transfer. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he is, transferred in as a junior.
0: Yeah, he played in 2018, so he played a lot on that Alabama Bowl team, right? Uh, played in like I think all 13 games, and then you know didn't play a ton, like in the sense of he wasn't one of the main receivers, but he played in every game, caught. You know, two hundred and some yards worth of passes, uh, and then the next year they decide, well, you know, we're kind of, we've got so they many receivers, the, let's and they let's have the four, him. The, yeah, four they the four game. That's when the four game redshirt red shirt. comes. Out. Yep. Yeah, so they decide, you know, let's let's just play him four games. We'll kind of manage which games, and then we'll redshirt him. Well, then last year happens, which is you know whatever it was, and he had injuries too. He only played one game. You know, so finally, fourth year in Pullman, fourth year, right? Uh, you know, he's, he's shown out leading just the like the all of us. Yards. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know? So, uh, ain't no ain't no problem staying a little longer and, uh, you know, it's, it's very cool for him. His dad died last March. Very, uh, you know, he's young. I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm 44 and his dad was 48. So, you know, it's like, that is too young to be dying. So, uh, you know, good for him that, that he's having, uh, he's having a great season and, you know, here, here's to hoping he's, uh, you know, he gets some uh get some pro scouts to notice him. You know, he's he's I think skills skill wise he's not all that different from Aesop Winston and Aesop Winston has found his way onto a practice squad this year, so you know, hopefully that's at least in his future next year.
1: Yeah. Um I, I think overall though the offense uh is still has not Progressed much? Uh no, uh no. Cal's as we as we talked about in the preview, Cal's defense is not very good this year. And WSU came out and put up 4.4 4 yards a play uh, yep. on that on that. uh At which you know they if, for comparison, Cal had 4.3 yards a play in that game. So you know, right. and they they scored a touchdown on the fi- first drive of the second half again, and then uh, nothing again. So that's becoming – that. that's still a concern. And, and luckily when the defense balls out, you don't notice it as much. But it's still just to, you know, every other team Cal has played has done a little better offensively. Maybe, you know, Washington probably wasn't that great. But Washington's offense is nothing you want to compare yourself to either. So, uh, yeah, it's – yeah, the, we're definitely not there on the offense. Max Borgie played. He didn't look 100%. Uh, he looked a little tentative maybe he didn't feel like cuz i think that stiff arm knowing he has it allows yep. him to be more aggressive yep. and so he was definitely more avoidant like he he was trying to avoid getting hit a lot more so yeah. um and he, he's already a kind of uh you know a ten- tentative to the hole cuz he's 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 looking for the big play all the time um yeah. and then you kind of doubled down on that and and he didn't he had a couple nice runs but he had a lot of Bad runs. WC actually had a lot of stuffed runs in this game. Right? Yeah. And Max Max was a lot of those. Yeah. Um, 12. 12. Stuff, 12 so stuffed, stuffs. That means uh, no gain or, or or negative play. So that's, that's that was, a lot.
0: Yeah, that was one out of every three rushing attempts, roughly, yeah. uh, to go for zero or negative yards. That is that is bad. Um, that is quite bad. I, you know, I don't know, man. The offensive line still kind of a mess. Um, yep. You know, they it's not like uh, it's not like Delora was constantly under pressure. So I guess I guess that's good. Uh, but, you know, they're they're still man, they are still struggling to be, you know, super effective, um, especially in the run game. So I don't know, man, uh, we were promised a really dynamic, exciting offense when Rolovich was hired and we just have not gotten that yet. Um, we did get it. Seemed like we were getting it in the very first game last year.
1: And then (laughs) even, you know, for a bit against Oregon in the next game. Yeah, like it was,
0: you know, 38 points against OSU and, you know, 29 against Oregon. Yeah, we were off and running and then, then, man, it is. So our points per game right now is the lowest for a season that it's been since Leach's first year. So Leach's first year was 20.4 points per game. Uh, We're currently at 23, and that includes 44 against – uh, Portland State. Yeah. To take that out of the mix. It's it's uh, under twenty points a game. So that's yeah. Cause you got bad, 20, bad
1: twenty against FBS competition. Twenty three is your high water mark against Utah State right now. Yeah, yep. And and uh, against Pac twelve teams, you've went fourteen, thirteen, twenty one now. Yeah, um, which is not yep. not what we're looking for. Unless no. this defense is just going to be amazing <laughs> every game.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I I wouldn't want to count on that. Uh, I would not want to count on that I you know back to the defense for just a sec I mean it, it is worth noting that the third down fourth down conversion rate was um, absurdly low and that was kind of the the main driver behind uh, you know kind of the low the low point total right like if this was a normal game you know if we didn't have maybe a couple touchdown lead maybe you know Cal kicks a, a field goal or two in there and things are maybe managed a little bit differently, but um, you know, in a couple of those third, fourth down plays were really, really close. Like um, you know, I'm thinking of the one play where I think it was Travion Brown, right. Got his hand on a, on a pass, like a screen pass. And, and that, that may have gone for quite a large play, (laughs) you know, if he doesn't do that. Uh, There was another play where I, 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 I'm not positive this, a third or fourth down, but I think it was Um, another play where Garber starts to scramble and Jackson trips him up and he ends up half a yard short, right. Or a yard short. Yeah. Um, I think that was a third down. So again, they did, just kinda... they
1: did convert on the next play. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, that was, that was when I, I think they were like on the 30, their own 35 and they went for it. And so yeah. that's always, I, I, that, I, I love to see that. Good job. Wilcox, like yeah. normalize, normalize going for it on yes. fourth and one from your yes. own 35. Like, yeah. Uh, be you know have have some bravery to know that your team can get yes. a single yard. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's definitely um, bringing that many guys as much often as they did. Uh, it against some quarterbacks that might backfire. Uh definitely worked out um against Cal, and but who knows? You know, going forward if maybe that could come back to bite them. They'll give up some big plays because that's really what they didn't. They, they gave up a one large pass play uh, on like a really great play by. Yeah. I was going to say it was a
0: ridiculous play.
1: Yeah. And so, but they didn't, other than that, they limited big plays really well. And that's something they have not done uh, in, in previous games. So that was good to see. Uh, So if they, if they can avoid those, and then have a good day on on third downs uh, which they did cuz you know it's like WSU was 7 of 15 and their average distance to go was 7.9 and Cal's 3 of 15 and their average distance is 8.3 that's a game right there <laughs> and and basically what what happened was they were both bad on third and long but of nine plus but it the short ones when when WSU was able to get to the short ones they converted yeah. And, and that that kind of kept those drives alive, and yeah. then of course you know that that you you run that beautiful play where you let your punt get blocked so your defensive <laughs> end can pick the ball up and run it for just, a first down, just like
0: we drew it up, just like we yep. drew it up.
1: Yeah, we you know credit where it's credit got to give credit where it's due to Rolovich there for drawing that one up. Yeah. Uh, you know he he directs the punter to hold on to that ball just a little too long. <laughs> um and then wow to, no to,
0: idea what he thought he was
1: doing oh yeah he just <laughs> held it and held it and then and then he waited to punt it after the 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 uh the blocker released yeah. it was very strange it worked out really well but wow yeah and like, by and, the way and,
0: he gets credit for throwing a great block to Springstone. Yep. so Heck yeah i guess he totally re- it's like the it's like the dumb and dumber scene right like where you you do all these yeah. bad things and then you totally redeem totally yourself. redeem
1: yourself yeah. That yeah. was I I don't know what he
0: was thinking. I mean obviously that um that rugby style kick is not a or or uh Australian rules football style kick, I don't know. Uh is is not a you know, it's not a new thing or a novel thing. Like people do it. Um you know, I remember for Reed, whatever
1: Reed Forrest used to do it. Yeah, I mean Wolf but for whatever reason yeah, he just
0: held on to it for so long it was like, What are you what are you doing? Like you you've already bought plenty of time for your for your guys to get down there. Which I you know, I don't know. Like you I mean we joke all maybe the time. Maybe he was about, waiting
1: to see if he had a running lane. Like maybe, maybe Maybe he maybe. thought he saw something and it just held on to it too maybe. long and it closed. Maybe up. he got caught in know.
0: between and I don't know, man. It's I this kind of stuff always just smacks of like uh, special teams coach like justifying their job by coming up with something new or weird, like instead of just making sure that you do the thing you do really well. And it's not like I mean, our punt coverage has been great. Like it's not like we've been giving up punt returns or something. Like he's I, I don't know, man. He's he's averaging like I don't know forty five fifty yards a kick. Like he's doing a great job. Uh, teams aren't getting any returns on us, so I don't know. I don't really know what we were doing there. It, it might be what you said. It might just be a you know, if it's there, go ahead and run it. Um, which, you know, I, I don't necessarily disagree with. I mean, I love, you know, taking a look, but also this is a guy who, uh, has played now uh five football games in his life and may not know exactly what, uh, a good look is <laughs> for running. So I don't, I don't yeah. know, man, at least it worked out, I guess I, at least it worked out.
1: So, you know, I, I, I commented on Twitter, like, you're, you're never, like, you've never, I've never seen that neither of you. Um, I had a Twitter follower comment that WSU has actually done this before. And I, 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 I do not have a recollection of it happening. I'm yeah. looking at the play by play for 2007, Wisconsin WSU. That's what was cited. Um, let me give the guy the or the person credit, um, uh, I got well, you're not the mentioned. only
0: one. I have absolutely no recollection of this play either.
1: So, so I'm looking at uh, the play-by-play on WSE's first drive, uh, fourth and four. Daryl Blunt rushed for 11 yards to Wisconsin 47. So, did he get the? Was the ball blocked, and then he picked it up and ran it for 11 yards? Daryl Blunt, of course, was the punter at the time. Uh, that could have been what happened. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm racking my brain, trying to figure that out. I remember like, I trust, I trust you, man. Like I, I trust that it happen. Um, I'm not, a am not, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, uh, questioning it. I'm just like, wow. Like it's amazing what you forget it, Cause obviously that yeah. game, it was a forgettable game. I, you know, other than like WSU was hanging for a bit and then got totally run over. But, um, yeah so that was uh that but so funny if if this actually has happened twice for the Cougs in in like the last 15 years like that's nuts okay so it was uh at keith Norin said coogs did it against wisconsin in 07 daryl blunt so yeah man that's a that's good memory recall uh i don't we're know we're gonna if have to find highlight. video of this now yeah yeah I, i'm sure wsu has it somewhere or wisconsin does you know um, but yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's wild. If it's happened twice, um, it, it was, it's, it's funny, uh, how the ball bounced just so perfectly for Ron stone to pick that up. And then okay, Ron so, stone just, yeah, go ahead.
0: Sorry. i I, I just, I found the WSU play by play on that. It says Daryl blunt punt blocked, recovered by WSU. Blunt Daryl at WSU 42 blunt Daryl rush for 11 yards to the Wisconsin 47.
1: First there down, WSU. Go. There you go. It was it apparently so this was blocked
0: is... by Kirk DeKremer.
1: Wow. Yeah. Nice job. Uh, nice job, and, and WSU. And the drive
0: uh, resulted in a touchdown. The very next play yep. was Brink to Gibson for 38 yards and then Dwight Tardy for nine yards. Touchdown. Yep. 7-0, touchdown. WSU. Suck it, Badgers. We actually yeah, had, so... to see. We had a 14-7 lead
1: in that game. Man. Yep. Yep, my, brain's, my
0: brain's not great. Like, I don't remember stuff like that. So, But, yeah, I
1: can't believe I forgot about that. But good job at Keith Norin. Like, yeah. Remembering that this has happened before. Uh, WSU has had a punt blocked and then still achieved a first down on that play. I'm curious how, how often that has happened ever in college football. Um because I can't imagine it has happened very often. And now it's happened to WSU twice in a 15-year yeah. span, which seems like a higher percentage of how <laughs> than what you'd expect yes. for it to happen. Yes, it does. Um, I I wonder if we'll forget about that. One, it'll happen again in 15 years. And, and we'll be like, oh, we've never seen that before. And then someone will be like, no, Cal... WSU 2021. Come on. Yeah. And you're like, Oh yeah. And we're going to be like really old by them. We're just like, no, you're not going to remember anything, but yeah. Yeah. We're,
0: uh, I don't know. I, it may be fair to say that we're paying a little bit closer attention now that we were in
1: 2007. So yeah, I was, uh,
0: you were still in school.
1: Well, I was student teaching, I think oh, when that I one see. happened, but I, I, I remember watching it. Um, yeah, and I definitely wasn't. I probably was not paying as close attention to everything as I do now. And there wasn't, you know, Twitter where the yeah. video you can see over yep, and over yep, and yep, over yep. again all day. Yep. Um, thanks, thanks to uh, Brenna Green for tracking that video down. I, I asked her to do it, and she, uh, she, she probably was going to do it anyway, but uh, she delivered it, and yes. now everyone can see it because it's just yeah. a hilarious play and it's cow bullshit going yes. in our favor.
0: Yes. Coming back the other direction. I, uh, that was extremely welcome. Extremely welcome. So I don't know, man, how much, how much other bullshit came back our direction in this game? Like I'm trying trying to, I'm
1: trying to remember, I think there was a replay that kind of went WC's way on like Cal's first drive, like first or second drive, like their second drive, I think. Um, I want to say I can't, I'm tra- having a t- tough time recalling now, but I think there was like a bad replay that went in our favor or, or, and so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like I think the game was a pretty normal college football game after that point. Um, but yeah, it's uh hooray for the, uh, I mean may, maybe Cal fans will be like going three or 15 on third down is bullshit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, because there wasn't a lot of like weird plays after that. I mean, you can't get much weirder than the yeah. first down on a blocked punt. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was nuts. And yeah, we we did it. We want to. That's one win. That it's kind of funny now. You're you're looking at that Utah State loss, and you're like, man, if they would have held on to that game, yeah, you'd be three and two. You this is you'd be right where you expected to be. I know. I was just thinking point. about
0: that earlier tonight, for sure. How much that's influencing our feelings about the season
1: yeah how good would you, you'd feel a lot better about getting to six and six if they were at three and two right now now you got to get four more pac 12 wins with a lot of tough games left on the schedule yep uh be beaves are looking tougher than they did at the start of the season stanford's looking better than they did at the start of the season yeah B, byu is looking better than they did at the start of the season so those and then you know arizona still sucks but uh you know that you got at oregon yeah, uh, at at uh, who else is in there going off the top of my head. You know, I could just look this up. But <laughs> want to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, balanced out a little bit by Washington looking pretty bad. And yeah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> just kidding.
1: At Arizona State as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just kidding. But, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know, it, it's when you could get this tor- type of win early in the season. It makes yeah. the rest of the season a lot, a little more interesting, a little more tolerable. You like yeah. feel, feel like you can like look forward to the games more because sure. I was already in a mode like coming into this game. Like even you know that morning, I wasn't thinking that much about it. Uh, like it, it just wasn't on my mind that much. Like I wasn't, you know chomping at the bit for the game to get started even though you know i got to sit at home and watch it our our photographer canceled um and so we there was no picture time i got to sit and watch it i'm thankful for that uh because we had a lot of fun on twitter during that game yes <laughs> um but uh uh twitter the 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 social media that lasts you know um that, that doesn't go down for a whole day and to the point where all of your employees can't even get inside the buildings but uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. They won. We're going to feel better about, you know, feel a lot better about this Oregon state game coming in for homecoming, even though they're looking better. Uh, although I'm not sure like a a home win over, uh, I mean, we just, we just beat a team that had a close home win over Washington. Um, so coming in with another team that had a close home win over Washington, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, their offense looks pretty good. But uh, um, other than that, man, we'll, we'll obviously get into them on Friday. Yeah. Um, so the football game, good job. A-plus. Yeah. One. Woo! A-, a win. That was Yay. fun.
0: Yeah. Winning's good and fun.
1: And it makes me smile. You want to take a break, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh, – our lovely coach and this deadline that he may be facing today.
0: Oh man. There is nothing that I want to talk about more than our coach and his deadline.
1: All right. So, Jeff, you know what it would have been, would have made Saturday even more perfect is if could have had, went out for a nice craft beer. Yes. Uh, after after the game, or watched it in a place. I watched it at home. But yeah. I was thinking this would have been really fun to watch in a Cougon bar. Yes. Um, with other cougs yes. drinking some good beer. Yes. Um, and if I was in Ellensburg. I know I would would have done that at pretty fair beer in downtown Honesburg. Yeah.
0: We absolutely would have.
1: You know, because you could you're sitting there, you can drink. They have a a diverse tap list. You you can have your hazy's, you can have your clean IPAs, you can have a, a saison from Holy Mountain. You could have uh from Headless Mumbi, the the uh, the logger specialists. Uh, Pilsner from three mags structures, beers in there, Mm. just all, all sorts of good stuff, stuff you cannot find anywhere else in Ellensburg, anywhere else in central Washington, just a lot of breweries that you're just not going to find anywhere else around there. And of course they always have the Coug games on. You can watch the Cougs. Um, it's run by Cougs. They're, they're, there having fun as well. Uh, so a great spot. Um, and i i think if you're in ellensburg and you want to watch an away game uh that's cuz the central washington uh official alumni parties uh they they don't really they're they don't really have them i think uh so you kind of got to find your own places and sometimes that can be hard but one place that you knew, do know in central washington that will always have the game on and and be pro coug and also have great beer and food and wine and seltzer uh is a uh, pretty and fair cider. beer and cider <laughs> it's kind of kind of kind of for, like cider has now been almost forgotten because of the rise of seltzer yeah, it's people true. people who drink cider cuz they didn't like beer now can also drink seltzer and it's almost it's like I, I wonder if like i wonder who which which beverage took the bigger hit in their market share when seltzer came up was it beer or was it cider i'd be curious to see i'd guess cider but, man yeah. Cause
0: like cider is basically, I, 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 mean, there are obviously there, there would be exceptions to this, but most of the people I know who drink cider do it simply because they're, it's gluten free and they have to, they can't have gluten. And so they, they would choose cider because that was something they could drink, uh, without, you know, without gluten. Uh, now that there are ciders, like a lot of people I know, including my wife, very much prefer seltzers to, to the ciders. So. Uh, for whatever it's worth,
1: and pretty fair beer has all of it. So yes, uh, yeah, you can check it out. All, all your beverage needs, and uh, I know they're getting close to uh, allowing all uh, all family, but right now they're just, they're twenty one plus. Uh, yes. They do have cool. They have they have a beer club. You can sign up, and 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 they they give you a, a mixed four pack, a curated four pack every every month uh, for with, with uh, uh, special beers that they drive to breweries and track down themselves and uh you know i've talked with them and they have good taste and and they're gonna find good stuff Uh, so highly recommend them you know uh, fifth and pearl in ellensburg uh if you're heading out to homecoming this weekend on the way or on the way back you know give them a stop you know drive past all the drive past all the all the fast food places get a nice bite to eat and have a beer it'll break up your drive i've done it I, I did it for the first game of the year, it, it, and I did it on the way back for uh, the next week. So it, it's nice to kind of break up your drive a bit. So I, I recommend yeah. it. If And, and Ellensburg is that perfect spot to do that. And you can go to a Kugon bar that has nice beer, nice food, all that. So pretty fair beer in Ellensburg. Check it yeah. out. Yeah. Love it. I love it. All right, man. So what are you drinking? <laughs>
0: My my pretty fair beer beer of the podcast. Uh, now I got I got to say I had high hopes for this because uh, so as I was purchasing this at uh, at at my local tap room Rainier Growlers, uh, there was a man sitting at the bar having a beer, and he said to me, "Did you get a terraformation? It's life changing." And I was like, "Actually, I did get one of those. It's life changing." He goes life-changing okay all right so i am having the terra formation which is a uh double dry hop fresh hopped hazy ipa uh from sig which i know uh you know extremely well um it i i don't know if i would call it life-changing because i don't know if there's a beer that would change my life but it's very good it's very very good um I, I love, uh, first of all, I love, love, love fresh hop beers uh, just in general. Um, I, I tend to think that's because it's unique and it's seasonal, right? So it's only like, you know, once a year for about a month. And so since it's only really once a year for about a month, like it's this unique flavor and, you know, it's just a flavor you can't get the rest of the year. Right. So I I think that's part of why I end up enjoying it so much Um, because, you know, I do drink like you, you know, drink so much other beer. It's like, you know, to have something that's unique or different or, um, you know, just sort of interesting flavors, uh, you know, is is welcome. So I do love fresh hop beers just in general. Um, And this one is extremely pleasant. Um, I love it. I'm not very good at describing flavor profiles, but um, but it is a. It is a very, very pleasant, uh, beer with lots of, uh, just sort of complex flavors. And yeah, it's awesome. I love it. It's really good.
1: Awesome, man. Uh, good to, glad to hear. I've been really impressed with Sig. Uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, great brewer there. And, uh, they, they did a good job hiring their head brewer, uh, Jeff Stokes and they've, and he's crushed it. He's yeah. having a lot of fun. He's a good dude. Um, Side note before I talk about my beer, I found from 4 News now highlights of WSU Cougars uh season opener. They <laughs> they they have all they have is Blunt getting tackled at the end and oh. then pointing first and then pointing first down. Like so you just see Blunt <laughs> getting tackled and pointing first down. They don't have the full play which uh why wouldn't you show that whole play, you know? Like uh know. if you're going to show it, you know. Um so so yeah, we we have some video evidence of it. So uh, and we have we have written evidence. It's happened before. Anyways, so uh what I'm drinking, you know, I had to go with um I got a couple Berkeley beers. Uh I know uh our friend Theo Lawson, uh he's from the Bay Area. Whenever I talk to him about beer, he always talks about the rare barrel. Um, I think his, uh, he's, he's got a a relative or a friend that's got a membership there, gets their like special beers and all that. Um, so they're, uh, they're kind of a, a sour only brewery in Berkeley. And, you know, they were kind of one of the pioneers in that of, of just being like a farmhouse sour beer brewery. Um, and they've always been known for some pretty, pretty potently sour stuff, but I'm, I'm drinking from them. Um, as, as you know, I always say, Grisette is life. Uh, So I'm having from them a small axe, small acts, (laughs) A-C-T-S, small axe, uh, grisette-style beer aged in oak barrels. Uh, And it's got these like paper plane birds uh, flying in the air on the label. It's pretty interesting. But yeah, this is from 2018. I'm guessing that's what that 18 means on the bottle. Um, but yeah, it's very good. I love a nice, uh, uh, oak barrel aged Grisette. It's got good funkiness, not like the super tartness that you usually get from rare barrel, very dialed in, uh, very drinkable, nice, refreshing three and a half percent. So you can crush this 750 milliliter bottle. No problem. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're out of Berkeley, uh, uh, an innovator out of Berkeley. Um, so I, I had to, uh, uh, give credit to all the small acts on saturday uh that led to a cougar victory ah, um including I see what you did there yeah um, also the the paper planes reminded me of uh uh in in a very intense mariners game on friday uh with shohei otani up to bat facing a two-strike count a bunch of idiots decided to throw paper planes onto the field um, also very shits. impressive paper plane makers by the yeah. way. Cause they got, you gotta give it, them credit all, for all, that, yeah. I guess. But so, so I just had to, uh, that, that, that just reminded me of that. But then I, of course I, I do also have sitting on deck right here, a, a Trumer Pilsner, uh, a great Pilsner, uh, made in, in Berkeley, um, as well. Um, so cheers to Berkeley. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we still like a lot of those guys. Thank you for the win. Yes. Uh, as always. And, and thank you for, Getting uh, going down to a place of terrors and winning Cougs. Uh, go Cougs. And if, as always, uh, that was my Pretty Fair Beer of the Game. This beer segment is sponsored by Pretty Fair Beer in Ellensburg. Yeah. Uh, run, owned, proudly owned, and operated by Cougs. All in right. In case you missed so, that part. <laughs> so um, I, I'm sure they'll love us for having this segment right up against their sponsored segment. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about it. Um yeah, so to obviously uh today when we're recording uh is the the last day when you can get the if you are a state employee when you can get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and yeah. uh qualify for the mandate, uh the vaccination mandate uh uh for all state employees in Washington state. Uh, and as we know, Nick Rolovich is not only a state employee, the highest paid state employee. Um, and so we knew he was going to get questions in his presser about that. Uh, and I think he did too. Uh, Uh (laughs) and then he, he, he just sits there. I will say the first one, he thanked the guy for asking the question. Yes. Um, just the standard one. Are you vaccinated? Whatever. And and he gave the standard non-answer. Right. I'm following the procedures. Following the following the procedures. Following the mandate. Uh, but what happened i don't know what reporter do you know who the who did the a couple of the follow ups yeah so, so he's so, so, he's
0: a he's a guy from uh, i believe king 5 news in seattle so i i think um so he was asking the question and try trying to think of so like i mean obviously these reporters are all trying to think of uh creative ways to ask the question right <laughs> like like how can i ask this in a way to maybe elicit A different response and so yeah so this guy was was trying to do that you know and he asked he asked a couple things but the big thing was that he asked um you know should wsu fans be worried that they that you will not be the coach on october 19th which was a good way to a good way to ask it i think and his response was i don't think so
1: and I'm like, "Wait a minute, it's not like, super confident you know? that's
0: not a no like the only the only thing that could you know have him say for sure no would be if he was vaccinated right and you know and maybe right. maybe, maybe maybe he's just fucking with everybody. um, I have a hard time
1: believing that, but it's maybe causing him pain you know? right like, like this is it's you a can big, see it big, on his face when he's when he's getting these questions, he's so irritated by it. Yeah, it's also like, dude, you could just, you could just be a little more forthcoming, and yeah. it will be all done. You I know? mean, I
0: do appreciate that he's not making it worse by being an asshole about it. Um, so I do have to give him some credit for that. I mean, I'm not. I, I mean, look, like we've, you know, I, we've criticized. Well, him. if
1: if he if he has been vaccinated and he's still playing this game, I will say he is being yes, yes. About it. But I, I that's I think. I don't know if that's true, you know. I, no. I don't think he would be causing more pain for himself right. just for the sake of fucking with the media right. and fucking with all the fans, you right.
0: know? Exactly, and so I, you know, I tend to think, you know, the simple answer is is the simple one, which is, uh, you know, that he's he's not yet vaccinated. Um, as I suspected, he's probably going for an exemption. Um, it would suggest that the exemption is still not been granted um so i you know i don't know man i don't know i mean look nothing that i saw on saturday changed my mind about how i feel about it i mean i wrote a couple weeks ago that he was in over his head and that uh that he shouldn't be the coach anymore for for various reasons one of them being his you know the way he has you know mishandled the vaccination situation um, other things, including, you know, just the team's uh, performance and, uh, you know, yay that the defense played better. Um, you know, I think we noted that, you know, things could have gone worse for the defense, and it didn't, which is great, but also, like, eh, you know, there were some some close plays and, you know, it, it maybe could have been a bit a bit closer of a game and the offense is still a train wreck. So, I, you know, I nothing that I saw made me think that, you know, they we're, you know, like, Oh man, we're this, this ship is turning around kind of like it was with leech in, you know, say 20, uh, 2015. Right. So, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, like we only got a couple of weeks before we know for sure. Um, you know, it certainly seems like he's playing the, the get an exemption game, which, um, you know, kind of, as we've seen, uh, that has not gone over very well for most people. um, You know, they are being pretty narrow about who they grant exemptions to. And when I say they, I'm talking like uh, entities in general. I'm not just talking about WSU. I'm talking about, you know, companies and other government entities and, you know, whatever, Um, you know, And people who have tried to challenge it have not really been very successful. So um, and I I tend to think that that if he gets, you know, turned down, that he's not going to be very successful either. Um, It is kind of wild that we. It is now, you know, going to be by the time everybody listens, it's going to be October 5th and we will not have an answer as to whether he has been vaccinated or received an exemption, um, which now means he is squarely in the, you know, potentially losing his job area. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously what I'm hoping for at this point is that, you know, whatever he does, he loses his job.
1: But, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And and it's uh to so the next question, I, I think it was the same person. Uh they cited uh a John Wilner article where Wilner said that, you know, uh Rolovich is putting his career on the line and they asked Rolovich if, if, if do you feel like you're uh you're putting your career on the line with, with with this and he they just let it simmer and he sat there for a beat. Yeah. And then gave a gave a very kind of just like no. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the question asking technique was really good today. Uh you know, because sometimes, yeah, you just let it sit. I do that as a teacher, right? Like I ask mm-hmm. a question and nobody wants to answer, so I just kinda let it I just kinda let it sit. And if yeah, you let it sit uh, in silence long enough, somebody's gonna say something.
1: Yeah, one that's the thing I always tell like younger journalists, young younger interviewers um, or just people who maybe don't do it for a living and have to do it. Um, just, and even people who are doing job interviews, I tell them too, like, just, just don't be afraid of silence and, and, and let, let things breathe. And and that's, that's when the answers can get more interesting. Uh, to Rolovich's credit, he, he kept it pretty, uh, about as short as you could keep it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then he was very happy when the next person asked about Oregon State. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was definitely definitely ready to move on uh to Oregon State by that point. So
1: So yeah, this yeah. the uh these are the days of our lives like uh, sand through an hourglass whatever. It still keeps going. Um yep. soap operas never end, man. They never get canceled. No. So uh yeah this just this also feels like it is never ending um yes and we're just but it will have an talk end
0: one way or another
1: yeah everyone was like oh we're gonna know by october 4th it's like well if no we don't so uh let's keep it going yeah you know, i mean let's keep being the you know i'm going on a i'm going on a, a sirius xm radio show tomorrow yeah and they're gonna ask me about it <laughs> so that's gonna I mean, be fun
0: I don't know what people. So, really, the only thing that we could have found out today is that he's been vaccinated. Um, mm-hmm. If he's not, then yeah, WSU probably is starting a paper trail to notify him that he's not in compliance and that he's at risk of being fired and all of. Well, orders. someone did.
1: Someone did ask him. Uh, you know, they've heard that uh, state employees who have not filed papers to show that they're in compliance are getting like notices. Yeah, and and he said, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, to, I know to that, so
0: <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. Um, I I believe him that he doesn't know what they're talking. About. Yeah. Um, so I, if that's the case, we we would not know about that, right? I mean, that would be, uh, unless he told us, that would be a personnel issue that you know we would not be privy to. Um, so, you know, it's. It, you know, if he came out and said, yes, I'm vaccinated, we're good, then yes, it would be resolved. But, um, obviously it's, it's not resolved. Um, you know, he's, he's obviously seeking an exemption and is probably going to fight that up until the 11th hour. Um, if he has to, I'm sure, you know, he makes $3 million a year. I'm sure he can afford a, a very good attorney to try and, you know, fight it on his behalf and, you know, good luck. The courts have been pretty, uh, have sided with, uh, employers and, and government on this one pretty consistently so far. So I, I don't know that, uh, I don't know that our football coach is going to be going to be the poster child. What's, what's going to be interesting is if he does get the exemption and they try to say that he can no longer perform his job duty, then of course it gets very complicated. And and I think as we've mentioned before as well, um, you know, the other complicating factor here is that while all the focus is on Rolovich, um, it's very obvious that there are multiple members of his staff that have also taken the same Uh, Approach that he has taken as well as potentially other coaches uh, in not not in football, but in other sports um, and even potentially other head coaches in other sports. So um, that that's sort of part of the mess. Like, you know, if we let's say, you know, whatever they do, let's say Rolovich is not vaccinated, uh, does not get the exemption. Um, and a bunch of his assistants also don't get exemptions. I mean, what, like, what are we, you know, are we going to lose five of our assistant coaches? You know I mean? Like there's, there's only what, like 11 of them or 12 of them. Like, like, man, we can't, you know, and, and it certainly seems like it's the offensive staff, right? It's all the guys from Hawaii that, that seem to be in this boat. So, so what are we going to yeah. lose? We're going to lose all the offensive coaches. I mean, what are, what are we dealing with here? So I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to get yeah, weird.
1: I I it's going to get weird. Uh but one thing that just seems to keep getting better is WSU soccer. Yeah. Uh, just rolling Ugh. rolling through the season right now. Uh just uh, just continues to not give up goals and continues to make incredible scoring goals, you yeah. know, like convert incredible scoring chances. It just just a, a freight train and and very impressive uh, yeah. again uh, went to the mountain schools on the road and beat both Utah and Colorado uh, uh, both kind of were you know were tough hard fought where they it, it looked like maybe they were gonna get they were they were in control but maybe we we're just gonna get uh, get kind of have have another you know tough draw or something but uh, they got uh, got a great goal from Grayson Lynch, a Utah uh, uh, against Utah, uh, an impressive rocket from from around the top of the box, and uh, in the 77th minute to take that one, and then we're able to get two goals in the second half against Colorado, and so they get a 1-0 and a 2-0 win, uh, stay undefeated in Pac-12 play, and uh, just all around just looking very good this season, yeah. as we've said.
0: They haven't allowed a goal in something like 600 and some minutes or something like that, which yeah. is uh very good. It's very, very good. Uh, that goal by Lynch, by the way. So if you're listening to the podcast and you have not seen that, you should look that up. Uh, it's, it's, it's as good of a goal as you'll see pretty much anywhere. Uh, you know, it's just, she's, she's coming in on the left, um, you know, kind of a sharp angle. Um, and basically she puts it in the, in the upper corner, Um, on the opposite side and, and really like, I mean, I, I don't know if there are many keepers on, uh, on the, on earth that will save that. Um, you know, it just was, it just a perfect shot and, um, you know, really well placed and totally deserved. And, and that's kind of the, you know, kind of the idea with them, man, they just, they just have so much attacking talent. Um, and they just come at you in waves and waves and waves and, and really just sort of seems like with most teams, um, You know, eventually they just eventually they get you, you know, they just they whether it's whether it's, uh, you know, Lynch or Broussard or Frimpong Ellerson or uh, Bennett or I mean, it's just like they have so many legit attacking options that um, at at some point somebody is going to get you that game against Colorado. um, So I watched uh, almost all of both of these games. Um, and that game against Colorado, you know, the first half, Colorado put quite a bit of pressure on. Um, I think Colorado had six or seven corners in the first half, like quite a few. Um, and they were they had some chances and uh, and not bad have bad chances either. Um, and I think the 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 new keeper, the freshman uh, Cooper, I think is her is her name. Um, she had to make at least one pretty solid save. Uh, In that first half, but man in the second half They put an absolute stranglehold On the buffs, I mean the entire game was played Almost in the second half On the buffs end of the field Um, They just could not get Out of their own half And uh, and the pressure was just, you know, on and on and on And you know, first goal um, You know, was was a well built up Goal, second goal was um, Just, you know, Colorado Kind of trying to push out and They kicked the ball to midfield and the ball was headed back toward goal and, um, and, and I forget who scored the goal, but, but the WC player was, was barely on side. In fact, Colorado's staff went bonkers uh, and ended up getting a yellow card. Coach ended up getting a yellow card for yelling at the ref because uh, they were just insistent that, that she was offside and she actually was not. They showed the replay. Um, there was a, there was a defender kind of on the far side who, who was playing her on. And um, so she ended up one-on-one with the keeper and, you know, did a nice little cut back and passed it into the net and, you know, cool, calm and collected and um, really, really nice. I mean, you know, we talk about in basketball, how that road trip through the mountain schools is is sort of a house of horrors. So really nice for for them to, you know, go play at altitude and maybe not as much of a factor, um, you know, in, in, in college soccer because you get unlimited subs um, as it might be otherwise. But, uh, you know, just kind of very cool, man. They just are so deep. And that that's the thing, man. The, the team that went to the College Cup, you know, a couple of years ago was really powered by um, really a couple of stars. Right. You know, you had uh, Gomera Stevens, you had Weaver and, and they were and then Bennett kind of playing a secondary role up front. Um, you know, they were kind of led by some stars and they would they would really kind of hit you on the counter. Right. Weaver would would get out in front and, and run um, this team man, they beat you by controlling the ball and they are so deep, so deep. And they just, they sub people in and it's like, you know, eventually the other team just kind of wears out and, and caves. So really, really exciting. I, you know, I've watched a lot of WC soccer over the last few years. and I know you have, um, I, I don't know, man, this sure seems like the best of the bunch. Um, they, they might be, um, legitimately challenging for a PAC 12 title this season. They, I know they're not ranked yet, um, which is sort of stupid, but um, they are very, yeah. very, very good.
1: Yeah, I don't. the The rankings haven't, strangely, have not been released yet uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, but like last week, they were sitting at uh, what eight, nine, seven, one, on one, and they were, didn't even get a vote. So, um, I mean, I guess their yeah, non-conference
0: so I, schedule was pretty weak, but still. yeah,
1: they're they're sitting at fifty-eighth in RPI. Um, but also Gonzaga is ranked like 15th or something and they're sitting at 60th in RBI, RBI. So, um, and yeah, so I, uh, yeah, their Don conference schedule didn't do many favors, but, uh, they are sitting currently, um, tied for first nationally in uh, goals allowed, fewest goals allowed, um, with three on the entire season. Um, so it's not very very many Craig. That's not very many. Yeah. Um, very impressive, and they got uh, coming up this week. Uh, looks like Stanford and Cal, both in Pullman. Yeah, um, Stanford's so, a huge uh, one, huge. So yeah, if, if if you're if you're in Pullman for homecoming, um, either if you can come in on Thursday, check out that Stanford game at five, or, or stay a little later on Sunday and check out that Cal game at one. Uh, highly recommend. It's those those soccer matches are really fun. Yeah, uh, they do a good job. A lot of people go. Uh, it's a good atmosphere, um, and the team's super fun to watch. So yep, check them out. Stanford's on a still a
0: top ten team. They were higher than that before last weekend, and they lost to uh, uh, who they lose. I don't even remember who they lost to now, but anyway, they lost. So, and I think it was their first loss of the year, if I remember right. So, yeah. Yep, so we're we're in first place, man.
1: First place. It's gonna be yeah. fun. Very cool. I'm gonna be watching it on um, TV for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so check check it out. If you're going to Pullman, highly recommend if you can if you can swing it. Go go check them out. Yep. You won't you won't regret it. Nope. Um yeah. Uh our our other top program, volleyball, didn't have such a great weekend. Yeah, womp, womp. Uh sad trauma. A couple tough couple tough losses at home um, to uh, USC and UCLA um, the U- UCLA one in particular 15th ranked they were up two sets to one and then lost the final two sets that's always rough uh, so a tough weekend um, after they were on themselves a huge stretch of, of wins including you know maybe there's some letdown you have that number six you beat you beat you dub in, in a in a in an epic match and then you have a little bit of left down that usc game then you just play a really tough team in ucla the next game um that's that's all tough And but uh you know they got a chance to rebound this week uh at the arizona schools um you know they, they've won there before um so they can they can get back on track uh and then you know they have a long way to go left in the season yep yeah they'll be
0: okay you know it's uh the pac 12 is immensely tough. Um it's always a bummer to lose games at home and you know in front of that uh the crowds in Boulder have been pretty great, but you know, it happens. It happens.
1: It happens. Yeah, the crowds have been really good. Um that is always fun. Uh volleyball games are really fun. You know, it's inside, it gets loud. The crowd's very close to the to the, you know, to the court and whatever you call in volleyball. Uh <laughs> um, court it's a court. court yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're, uh, they're very close and, 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 it's fun. Uh, but yeah. So yeah. What else? We don't have any questions this week, man.
0: No, nah, I didn't yeah. ask for any, man. That was probably my fault. I, I didn't ask for it either.
1: Should have yeah. asked. So, uh, anything else to talk about, you know, football one, Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Um I, I wanna thank everyone that uh donated to my charity homecoming charity raffle. Yeah. Um uh picked a winner today. Woo. Brent C- congrats. Um uh I think Brent already had lodging, so I he uh, he uh, able to ha- have his sister come in for the game, which is really cool. Um very cool that someone's getting to come to Pullman that was not otherwise going to. Yes. Um so that's awesome. I the hilltop was super accommodating about getting the the my hotel reservation transferred over to their name and and um, make, making sure that they don't have to pay for it and all that stuff. So uh, I told them what what was happening, and they were very accommodating. Nice, um, yeah. And I was able to transfer tickets, so it's all taken care of. So congrats, Brent, and thank you everyone else. Uh, One thousand six hundred fifty-two dollars <sighs> donated to various WSU funds. That's awesome. um, yeah, so that was really cool. I appreciate that from everyone. Um, I appreciate you, Jeff, uh, doing the match, and I had a couple other friends. Uh, Emma's mom, who uh, uh, just you know just gave gave money and said you know told me to figure out what to do with it, and so I decided to award it as a match to someone.
0: Nice. And then my
1: friend my friend Luke, uh, who's from Britain Britain, he's never been to Pullman, knows how much I love the Cougs though. Um, has definitely watched kook football games with him me as i've watched aston villa uh football games uh with him before and uh and and so uh he he kindly donated uh some money to wsu and then i was able to match someone else's as well so that was really nice again thank you uh made me feel real real cool that uh able to turn uh the amount of money i spent on on my tickets and and, in and in, in hotel into much more money for WSU rather than just, you know, donating that money or what I could have done. We, we basically, uh, quadruple, you know, tripled that money. Um, so very cool. Good job, everyone. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you want to, uh, email us questions, uh, we do answer them. Um, podcast versus everyone at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow Jeff on Twitter at pod VS everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at the Craig powers. And when Instagram works, uh, I think it's working now, but you know, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you have to, uh, get a saw to get into the server room. Um, so, uh, an angle saw to cut into the cage to get to the server so that people can have their Instagram again. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I, uh, that's, uh, you know, I, I, if, if, because you just love your own tech so much, you refuse to use any other tech and sometimes that bites you in the ass. Sometimes. Um, but, but you can follow me on that, uh, that app at Craig W powers. Uh, yeah. Um, I won't be going to the game this weekend, obviously. That's why I gave my stuff away. Um, but I'll be going to a wedding. My future brother-in-law and my future sister-in-law, I guess, um, getting married in a in a in a in a cool treehouse place. So I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. Yeah, that sounds badass, um, man. And it's uh, the game. The Cougar game should be over by the time the wedding starts, so I will get to watch it. <sighs> so I'm excited for right. that. And or or hopefully, hopefully I'll be excited to have done that. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we'll be back uh, on Friday. You'll get our. Oregon State game preview. Yeah. And uh and all that. And yeah, again, if you're listening to this before four thirty Pacific tomorrow and you have Sirius XM radio, I will be on their Pac twelve show with Jeff Schwartz, um and Sean Feldman. Uh so uh check that out at four thirty Pacific if you are listening to this. On Tuesday, yeah, and it's not 4:30 Pacific yet, and you have to have Sirius XM radio, like in your car or yeah. whatever. Um Yeah,
0: <laughs> you fancy. That's,
1: that's good. That's, job. I know, I know. Jeez, um, I love it. Yeah, but they they still like they, they're calling me on the phone. I'm like, whoo, can't use all my microphone and everything. I have, to, <laughs> I have to like get my MacBook out so I can run the sound. Yeah, yeah my yeah. MacBook, so I can use, so I can use my microphone and my yeah. headphones and all that. yeah 100%. Yeah. I'm too I'm too used to that. I'm too fancy now, you know. Yeah. Just knocked over my microphone. <laughs> um not fancy enough to have that even though you got me one, that the the thing that puts the mic right in front of your face. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, the
0: boom uh the boom microphone holder thing yeah, whatever. It's my
1: whatever my however my desk is designed did not fit their little clamps, and so I I just, just have it on a little stand right in front of my face. Got yeah. to admit, it is nice. Um, it is nice. Yeah, it looks nice, and you look so professional.
0: Because I am clearly, clearly professional.
1: Yep. This is our professional podcast, and yes. we always end it by by saying, "Go kooks."
0: Go kooks, Craig. Black Lives Matter.
1: Black Lives Matter. And uh, get fucking vaccinated, please.